right. Hey, everybody. It's the Game Pastor, and we're back. Um, I know it's been kind of a weird month. Uh, I was going to try to be here every week and talk to you about Spelljammer this month, but between trying to get my studio set back up, which I'm back in the studio. Yay, everybody. Um, and then, of course, yeah, <laughs> the new 1D&D UA uh, coming out this month. It's like everything got shifted, new plans. And I am excited to have a friend of mine, Shaitana. She's here with me. She's from Alaska, of all places. And we are going to be talking today about the new 1D&D Origins UA that fell. So we are going to be back in just a minute. And I hope you stick around and watch with us, okay? All right, thanks a lot. Okay, we are back, and welcome, Shaitana, to, well, it used to be the tavern, but now we're in outer space. We are uh, floating around on a ship somewhere in the uh, realm space today, uh, because I was, like I said, getting everything set up to talk about uh, the new Spelljammer Adventures, which is just right up my alley. Um, and we can talk about that a little bit today if you want to, but really, I wanted to focus mostly on this new UA that has dropped. What have you heard about it so far? Um, Not... I mean, I downloaded it, been reading it. I like it from what the changes that I've seen. I especially because I like playing a human. I'm one of those weird people, but um, so I really like the and changes they made. That we've played so far, you have always played a gnome. So really I know, I know. <laughs> I'm always a gnome. I'm like a gnome in four games, um, but I do like when I do my one shots or when I create characters because um, sometimes I just do it for funsies. I usually create a human, but they've been kind of, you know, lackluster until mm. recent, until I started reading some of the changes, and I forgot about Tasha's. So yeah, Tasha's yeah we were talking change. about that on Discord, um, and I, 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 and I was explaining a little bit before we started recording today that I was thinking about it, and I was thinking, you know, we had the PHB, which of course that's the go-to book. Everybody gets the PHB first, and uh, mm -hmm. you know, that's the kind of the 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 grandmother of them all. That's the standard for character creation. You know, you 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 go through that, and it's it's not really necessarily cut and dry. It's a lot of, well, it's dry, all right. There's a lot of dry stuff in there, but it's it's pretty pretty well set. You know, I mean, it's you you do this, then you do this, then you do this, then you do this. Yeah. Every every race and every origin kind of has its its set rules and applications and all that kind of stuff. But then starting at about uh, Xanathar's Guide to Everything, um, we started seeing some changes. We had some UAs that kind of came out that were kind of making some options available for like Ranger reworking some of it and some wizard stuff that was reworked. And then so Xanathar's Guide kind of incorporated some of those changes. And then by the time we got to Tasha's Cauldron of, of Everything, um, they had kind of reworked a lot of different things. And so I was thinking about it and I was thinking, it sounds to me now, you know, and this is just my take on it. It sounds to me like what they're trying to do with this new one D&D &D, um, idea is 
not not to just take everything and chuck it out, you know, baby with the bathwater, but rather to try to take all of these good ideas that have come along, like from Tasha's, like from Xanathar's Guide and the PHB, and kind of weave them together so that it's it's all in one place, so that we're getting all of the best of all of those things in one um, setting, rather than having to, well, according to the PHB, it's this way, but according to Tasha's, it's that way, you know, and all these different variations. Uh, yes. I know as a dungeon master myself, as a game master, when I'm trying to help somebody set up a character, it gets really confusing because you get bogged down and because they'll have said, well, I, I I remember, you know, my brother's character when he played with one game master was allowed to do this or whatever. And it's like, oh, my gosh, that was me when I first started playing too. thinking, <laughs> thinking I knew what I was talking about when I first started playing. Yeah, that was me. Yeah. Well, because, you know, because there are right now, unfortunately, I mean, I say unfortunately, it's not unfortunate, but it's unfortunate in the fact that it's just, there's so many different versions, there's so many different um, paths, if you will, to character mm -hmm. creation, that it's kind of gotten a little muddied, you know, it's gotten a little um, un unclear, uh, especially for new players, because they're, they're looking at maybe, you know, D&D Beyond or or some other online character creation, and they don't they don't understand the races, they don't understand the 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 bonuses and the and the negatives. They're they're just really confused about all of that. And then they're hearing from other players, well, according to such and such book, it's different, and you know, it just kind of starts really, you know, muddying the waters. Yeah, yeah, getting really, really ugly. Um, so I'm really hoping now, of course, again, this is my opinion. And, and we're just looking now at this first UA that dropped this past week um, where they're talking about origins that maybe this is a fix. Maybe this is what they're trying to do in this new one D&D &D is to say instead of having five or six different character creation options that are out there, like the PHB, Xanathar's Guide and Tasha's and all the other things. We just kind of bring it all together and start seeing what fits and what meshes so that that way everything works uh, in one smooth application rather than having all these different options out there. Um, I know that some people are upset about it. I, I've seen, I don't know how many YouTube videos. Oh, there's always going to be those yeah. people. <laughs> you know, yeah. As soon as you start touching the sacred text, you know, it's like, ah, but, you know, we, we all have to. And I, I, I've been in this game since AD&D, since 1982. Uh, I've seen the changes come. Um, in fact, I think I said this uh, Friday that it's, you know, there's always been that explanation for changes in the lore and stuff. I struggled with some of the changes that they made between 4E and 5E uh, because there was no explanation. It was just, they just did kind of just cut and run on some things. Um, but maybe again, this is a chance for them to fix that. Maybe this is a chance for them to kind of come back in and, and rebuild some of that lore and say, you know, eh, we, we kind of screwed up here. We need to fix that. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm being hopeful. Maybe I'm being too hopeful in that regard. But I try to always be positive in, in the best way mm -hmm. possible. Um, I'm even positive about this yeah. new haircut. <laughs> my, my wife took the clippers. I like it. I like it. I think it looks good. 
yeah, it was just my hair was getting way too long. And my wife, I, I told my wife, I said, I need a haircut. And she said, yeah, we're going to do it. And she just took the clippers to me. So I like what she did with the beard, though. I like yeah, that. Yeah. She did a good job. She, she took it away. I had it. It was pretty long. I had it down. You know, down. it was. It was. You had quite, it was pretty impressive. <laughs> she took it away from me, but I'm getting used to it. And like I said, I'm going to try to be positive about it. But anyway, like I said, I just, I wanted us to try, because I told my wife this too. The best way to test something is to actually run through it, to actually, because you can sit there and read the text. You can read the, the UA all day long, but until you actually yeah. sit down and try to build the character from what they're telling us, you know, you don't know what you're going to get. You don't know what's going to happen. So mm -hmm. I thought maybe if you and I could sit down and try to create a character uh, right here in, in real time using this UA, we'll see what we actually like about it and, and see if it's something that works for us. What do you think? Oh, yep. That's okay. the best way to do it. And I love creating characters. So yeah, character creation is a lot of fun because um, it really let, it lets the creativity side shine you know in fact i just created a new warlock last night i was messing around on D, &D beyond i was just like eh, i'm just gonna mess you know i created this level one warlock and uh just as i was too. creating him the backstory just kind of just jumped right out of me so it's awesome all right well, let's take a look here and see what we've got oh let's, oh yours uh, is so much is nice yeah. i'm trying to see if i can get us where we're a little bit closer to the screen here. I feel like we're so far away. Well, okay, we'll have to just do it this way. <laughs> we'll see what we can see. All right. Um, okay, so here we are in, uh, in I'm using um, what's called the Dungeon Master's Vault, uh, which is not uh, D&D Beyond, but it's, uh, it's a free service and uh, they do allow for basic character building. So I thought, well, this would be a good place for us to take this and see what is actually going on. So uh, let's go ahead and get started. All right. And conveniently, I actually have a game coming up Wednesday where it's gonna be our session zero. So that is what I will be working on today. Well, of course, I think the first thing um, that most everybody noticed about the new UA is the changes that it makes to humans. So, you know, obviously, again, um, we probably want to start with a human. So we're going to select our human as our uh, race. Uh, now, here on uh, the DM Vault, you actually get to choose your race. Um, you, I mean, I, when I say race, I mean your species is human. Then you get to choose whether you're Kalashite or Demarin or something like that. Uh, it doesn't really matter. It just kind of adds another flavor to it, which I like. Um, I think we'll go to Therian. How does that sound? Good. Chondathans are short. That's why I like them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like short things, apparently. All right. Now, it does still say, you know, of course, they haven't updated for the new UA yet because it's unofficial, so they're not making the changes yet. Um, standard human, variant human. Um, I think probably we'll need to go with our variant human because 
of the way the UA is written, what do you think? Yep. Okay. So let's go variant human. Okay. So that's got all of our choices there. And now we get to move over and choose our class. Well, again, um, one of the big things that we notice there uh, in the UA is the uh, changes in um, the spells. And, and I don't know that they're that necessarily big changes. I just think it was a recategorization. Um, so maybe we choose a spellcaster. You think uh, cleric, a druid? Uh, what do we think? I am partial to druids and wizards. Okay, let's do a druid. All right. And we'll I love keep druids. It, it was like my first real character was a druid. Yeah, yeah, I really like druids too because I think druids kind of that um, kind of that one with nature kind of thing. So it really gives them um, some unique talents right off the bat that maybe you don't get with sorcerers or warlocks um especially totally. yeah it's just and and i and of course as a christian i don't feel that hesitancy that i normally feel when i'm playing a warlock because you know it's like you have to make this pact with a fiend or you know something like that it's like uh yeah you know, it makes me cringe so you know with druids i can say eh, you know it's just you know kind of the whole hippie vibe this one with nature man yes <laughs> Yes, that's probably why I like it so much, living up here. I mean, everyone's here. Everyone here is a hippie at heart. That's why we all live here. You know, it kind of here, around here too, I mean, I live down in the valley, but up on the mountain, just like 15, 16 miles away from me, is a little community that is just full of, I call them artsy fartsies. I mean, they're just, yeah, they're old hippies that kind of moved up there back in the 60s and they never left. Um, so yeah, but they're sweet people. I love them. They're just wonderful people there. So. All right. Now we get to go to our ability feats and scores. Now this is probably the biggest thing that changed as far as, um, for humans are concerned. Um, let me see. I have, let me pull up here. I have the UA here. This is the UA, uh, and its biggest thing that it talks about, as far as for humans is concerned, um, sorry, I'm trying to scroll through here. Uh, oh, you're good. Hi. I'm gonna do that. Well, here we go. Yeah. Um. I mean, things like uh, you gain inspiration whenever you finish a long rest. That's that's new. Um, that was my big. That was my big thing. I'm like, oh, finally, yay! Yeah. Something something very unusual there. Uh, you gain proficiency in one skill of your choice. Um. Which again, that that really opens up some unique things, and you are gaining a skilled feat uh, at first level. Which again, that's something that's new. Feats usually were reserved for um, like much higher levels. So, uh, and of course, there were lots of prerequisites that you had to have 
um, depending on the feet. So we have, um, and then of course they're including, um, or no, that's um, that's a different race. Never mind. Yeah, an Ardling. Yeah. Celestial like legacies. Come on. Rolling through. I apologize to people watching the video or having to listen to the, the audio podcast. We, we, we're actually actively searching here <laughs> for information. Uh, we're trying to build this character on uh, real time. So uh, hope you stick around with us. Don't, don't, don't leave us. We promise it'll be worth it. Orcs. Tiefling, that was my, I was a tiefling druid. That was my very first character. I had to make up quite the backstory to get there, but we made it. You know, tieflings have become so popular, but again, according to the lore, and I've explained this on the podcast so many times. Yeah. I am, I am such, I hate to, to say it, I hate to admit it, but I am such a, a lore snob um, that technically, according to the lore, they're supposed to be very rare. They're not supposed to just be everywhere, you know? But oh, people, yeah. people have fallen in love with them so much that they, they literally kind of have just become everywhere, um, which is kind of unusual. You don't, don't think about that. Okay, this is... Um, I was just a young little whippersnapper in the world of D&D &D then. I just thought, cool, a tail. I have moved into backgrounds here. I'm... What were you looking for? Oh, I was uh, I was wanting to look up the thing about um, the. I know, like on variant human, you had uh, different. Um, the background trait ability score bonus. Yeah. Oh wait, that's I wanted, interesting. I wanted to get background back to trait. the. Um, I wanted oh, to get back to the to the character creation where we were rolling the um yeah here we go all right okay so it says that we get to automatically increase one um one uh ability score right isn't that what it says yeah, you get to uh, a background grants a plus two bonus to one ability score and a plus one bonus to another one. Okay. All right. So right off the bat, you get a plus, a awesome plus three. That's interesting. Let's do point by. Um, we're going to be a spell caster. We decided we we're going to be a druid. Druids are charisma. So we know we need a good, strong charisma. So we're going to start off with an extra two in charisma, and then we get an extra one in something else. I always like to have a little extra con in my spellcasters because you know they got to be able to survive. Okay, so that brings us. We have twenty-four points remaining, so. I don't want to max out my 
That is so crazy. Looking at all the stuff for backgrounds. Yeah. And that's, that is probably, like I said, that's probably the biggest thing that is different, you know? But, okay, let's, let's give us some wisdom. Now, what do you think? Four wisdom, five wisdom, maybe. Give us some good intelligence. Oh, here we need our constitution so bad. Dexterity. Oh, what do you think? Dexterity or strength? Which one should be the highest? I am going to go with dexterity. Okay, let's give dexterity the extra point and take the last two into strength. Okay. And we said we were going to add the two into, oh, it's not going to let me do it this way. Yeah, because I haven't updated. Ah. They haven't updated. Okay. Well, but we'll still get the idea. Yeah. Okay. And this one only has the feet of grappler available. So we'll just go ahead and take it. If it'll let me. Come on. Why are we not? Oh, because my strength isn't high enough. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we won't take that, that feet. But we know that there's a feet available. Yeah. Okay, now the backgrounds, this is where it's going to get interesting. And again, because we haven't, we're not official yet, we may have to switch over to doing paper because the, the websites are not going to have our, um, have a lot of these options because it's not official yet. So I hope you've been following along. And uh, let's see. On the the um, told you everything is everything is lost. There we go. Okay. All right. We're getting there. All right. We've got there. The, we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, okay, so looking at the backgrounds, what do we see? We're 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 building a spellcaster. They've got the traditional acolyte. Okay, hold on a little. Oh, we didn't do the skill. Oh, well, we haven't done the skills yet. We'll need to remember to come back and do that. And the tool proficiency and the language. Which Let's we get extra stuff with our background. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Now the acolyte, 
which is usually a good one to choose for uh, a druid. Um, they come with the language celestial, which is interesting. And they get the feat ma magic initiate. That's interesting, isn't it? Just from being an acolyte. But you know, we, we we can't just you know, <laughs> we can't be normal, can we? We have to do things strange. Exactly my thoughts. Uh, then we have artisan, who gets the feat crafter and gains the language gnomish, which is interesting. We're crafty little people, gnomes. Yeah. Charlatans, they get the language infernal and get the feet skilled. Oh. <clears throat> Cultists get abyssal and magic initiate as their feet. That is definitely unique. Ooh. Entertainer. You get elvish and musician as their feet. Huh. Okay. Now, a lot of these are, are they're still the same um, backgrounds. It's just that now that they have feats attached to them and languages attached to them, whereas before you could choose, you could say, you know, it says, oh, you get to choose a language of your choice. Now it's saying you get this language in addition to a feat. Um, I wonder how that's going to play out. I, I really do, um, because a lot of people may not may not like being because I mean, what if you're a halfling and you're already playing a farmer and you get the language halfling? It's like, well, I'm already a halfling. <laughs> you know? so it, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lost uh, lost boon there. Um, guard. I wonder how they picked these. They just seem kind of random. They, they do, don't they? They do seem kind of random. Gladiator and guide. Now, Gladiator... I was looking at the guide. That one was interesting. What would you think uh, 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 a druid who used to be a gladiator, maybe, you know, he, 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 you know, just from a backstory perspective, the interesting side of it, you know, that he was, he was the big, you know, all, you know, gladiator. And then he just decides one day to just go out into the woods and becomes a druid and... You know, now he's all see how he might have some burnout from that. He might have some gladiator burnout. But he gets he gets the feet savage attacker, which of course you turn that around as a as a as a druid, that would be quite <laughs> quite incredible. Um I don't know, what do you think? I like your backstory to it. And I, too, like being a little bit on the weird side. So I say we are going to have ourselves a gladiator druid. druid. Yeah. Okay. So uh, they get a plus two to their strength. So what did we say their strength was? Like I said, I hope you were following along. I think we gave that. We didn't give anything to strength. We gave the extra point to dexterity. 
Right, but they get a plus two to their strength. So now that we've got their strength. Okay, so they had a strength of 10. Um, so now they have a strength of 12. I don't know if I can go in and manually change that or not on our... I think I can, maybe. It's not allowing me to add any other modifiers to it. Yeah, I can't I can't change it on the website. So you'll have to change it on the sheet of paper. Okay. okay, can you read off what we got so far? Yeah. Had a strength of 10, a dex of 11, a con of 14, an intelligence of 12, wisdom of 12, and charisma of 16. Okay. So by being a gladiator, he gets a plus two into that strength. Now he's a plus 12, or he's a 12. And he gets a plus one into the charisma, which bumps him up to a 17, which, I mean, doesn't really do much as far as the... I mean, I guess it takes it into the next... Um, which, yeah. And they get proficiencies in athletics and performance... Proficiency. And their tool proficiency is Smith's tools. I'm old school. I have to do paper ones for like all my characters. Yeah, I I I like the the speed that you can create with the the websites, but I hadn't thought about the fact that websites are not updated yet for the new UA because it's not official. And I, so I, I was surprised. Up, so I was like, oh, but wait a minute. They're not, they're not updated. <laughs> I was surprised D&D didn't have it updated. D&D Beyond, because they have it in their sources. So right. I thought maybe they'll have updated, but it's, yeah. nope. But it says very clearly that it's, that it's unofficial. It's still in playtest, so it's unofficial. So that's what makes it different. And then, of course, they get the language orc. And then the feat is Savage Attacker. So we'll have to we'll have to take a look and see what that includes for us. But equipment. They get chain mail, a costume, or no, excuse me, not chain mail, chain. So I guess a chain. A chain. All right. Uh, Put that on your weapons. Yeah. I'm sorry, a what? A costume. A healer's kit. Which I guess that would be his tool proficiency, maybe? Is that what it said? 
No, tool proficiency is uh, Smith's tool. Smith's tools. No. Six javelin. Smith's tools. So he does get Smith's tools. He just he has a healer's kit as well. Traveler's clothes and fifteen gold. Alrighty. So. So that gets us. What the stats are on the chain. Right. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. This should be quite interesting just to see what we get at the end of all of this. And, and then, of course, once we actually see what he's like or who she's like, it doesn't have to be a guy, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, see if we look at him and say, this is broken or uh, this actually is a workable character. Um, you know, would I actually bring this player to to this character to the table? You know, that's that's really ultimately that's what we're trying to find out. We're trying to figure out if this is going to be somebody that's going to work because yeah. if it doesn't work, you know. We don't want we don't want to see these changes take place, and that's just you know that wouldn't do us any good. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, what's the point? I know they're talking about that they want to make everything that these that these changes in these new ways be um, backwards compatible, meaning that you know they would still com be compatible with all the five E adventures and everything. Um, what I would really like to see, and again, and this is the lore snob of me, I'd really like to see the lore that was so wonderfully created, especially in 3, 5, and 4, be brought forward and kind of fill in some of those gaps that just kind of got left. Um, that's that's what I'd like to see as far as what I want to see come out of 1D&D is see that lore be patched up and see it get you know made right um i'm less less concerned about it being backwards compatible to 5e because as long as people have an original phb um <coughs> manual you know and a dungeon master's guide you know they'll be able to run 5e um that's not an issue and we can always figure out ways to just like we do with ad and d and 3.5 adventures to convert them over to 5e um, you know, always people, people will always be able to do that. Um, I just want to see it to make sure that we're not going to be dealing with a broken system. Uh, that's the biggest important part for me. All right. So did you get all those scores in there? Yeah. All right. And then now that we know he's a gladiator, we know he's now a druid. I guess, and I, uh, I don't think that anything changed as far as that goes, other than the spell slots. So, Druid, everything else for Druid is the same.
I'm scrolling through here and I'm looking to see if there's anything. I did look up Savage Attacker. Here it is. I see it now. Um, the Savage Attacker prerequisite, none, repeatable no, meaning you can't stack it with another feat of Savage Attacker. Uh, you have trained to deal partially, particular, excuse me, particularly damaging strikes when you take the attack action and hit a target with a weapon as part of that action, you can roll the weapon damage dice twice and use either roll against the target. You can use the benefit only once per turn. Um, so it's almost like, yeah, it's almost like an orc savage attack or, um, um, a barbarian's rage skill. Very similar in, in result there. Okay, arcane. Let's see, where are we going? We're trying to get to the spells. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of people are upset about the, the new definition of a crit, critical hits. D20 naturally hits. I mean, we've, I think we've, we've always nearly always done that. Um, I know a lot of people will say, oh, you're doing it wrong. Well, to me, it's like, if that's the way people have understood it, then that's the way it needs to be. And again, I think that's kind of how um, 1D&D is looking at it, saying 90% of the people who are playing this, they're playing a nat 20 automatically hits, and that nat 20 does crit damage. So um, they just said, Let's just make that official. Let's just say that that's exactly what it does. All right. I finally found the spell section. Yay. Primal spells. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, druid. We know he's going to be a druid. Let me get. Let me get back over to the other page. See, this is the fun part. Going back over here. We know he's going to be a druid. So we're going to go to... Class. Druid, first level. And, okay. That gave us his hit points. So yeah, it looks like we're ready to do spells. Okay. So I don't have my PHB in front of me. Ah. Oh, pick me, pick me. Yes, of course. Go for it. So we're looking up how many, what am I looking up? Yeah, looking for uh, at level one, um, how many spells, how many uh, cantrips, because uh, Druid right now is- Two, okay, two so. cantrips and two first levels. So cantrips, uh, looks like now on, on our DM's vault, it's showing druid craft, guidance, mending, poison spray, 
Produce Flame, Resistance, and Shillelagh for our cantrips. We also have Spare the Dying and Thorn Whip. Okay. So, yeah, those two are not on here because I think it's listed. It's only limited to the SRD. Um, but how does that compare to what they're showing on the new UA? It's almost they're exactly the only thing that's different is Spare the Dying and Thorn Whip. Oh, okay. So that's that is their difference. Okay. So yeah. again, not not that big of a change there. Um, other than the adding those two spells in there. So we can choose I use I love taking Druid Craft and I love taking Produce Flame because Produce Flame not only is it a light source, but it also becomes a little Mini oh. fireball, you chuck at people. A little weapon. Yeah, it becomes a weapon. So those are the two that I like to choose. So druid craft and produce, produce flame. Produce flame are my choices. Alrighty. Okay. What are the, the, um, oh, hmm. how many spells did it say that we had at first level? Two. Two spells. Okay. So the primal, the primal spells list says... Animal friendship, create, destroy water, cure wounds, detect magic, create poison and disease, or detect, excuse me, not create, detect poison and disease. I am so glad I'm getting new glasses at the end of the month. Ensnaring strike, entangle, fairy fire, fog cloud, good berry, hail of thorns, healing word, hunter's mark, jump, long strider, Purify food and drink, heal, speak with animals, I cannot read, and Thunder Wave. Um, I will let you pick those two since I picked the two cantrips. They definitely added more spells in yeah. this one than what was originally. Yeah. Uh, I like Thunder Wave for that's sure. A good, that's a good area of effect spell. The, the only bad thing about it is, is that most people don't read what it does. They think that it's like linear and it's like, no, it's area of effect. It's going to hit everybody. <laughs> so Thunderwave. Yeah. Thunderwave. Do you think we should at least be a little I'll, bit of a healer? I don't know. It's up to you. See, I was totally, yeah, let's do Cure Wounds. Because okay. that was, when I was the druid, that was my job. I was the healer. Yeah. You kind of become like the secondary healer after the cleric. Mm-hmm. Kind of the default setting, I think. <laughs> we don't mean for it to be. It just kind of becomes that way. It just happens. Just happens. Just happens. All right. Just got to roll with it. So we have... 
we have created a druid that has a gladiator background and is actually i mean he's a little on the weak side but not too bad he's got a 12 so that's not horribly bad you know maybe that's why he took a break maybe he's like you know getting beat up all the time um i don't know what are we missing what do we need i feel like we're missing something Okay, so we have a human. What was our variant on that? Because I wrote down the wrong one. Um, uh, what was our variant? Let's see. It was. Ask me these questions after the fact. Okay. Because they had. Oh, I'm looking in the wrong spot for the variant. That's why. Um, uh, we just chose variant, um, doesn't actually give us an option. We know he's Tetherian. That was it. Okay. Yeah. But that, that it really has nothing to do with his very, with his being a variant. It just. Yes. That was my bad. Sorry. His, um, I don't know what to call that. His ethnicity. And, and we call it that. There you go. Tytherian. So we have a human variant, undetermined variant. Yeah. Tytherian, who is a druid with a gladiator background, because apparently she, he or she just got a little burnt out on being a gladiator, which is fine. No judgment here. No judgment. Uh, I mean, it's got... Pretty good scores, 12 for strength, 11 for dexterity, 14 constitution, intelligence 12, wisdom 12, and charisma 17. Apparently is a chain-wielding druid. Yes. Swinging that chain. Well, what did we find out on the, the, the stats on that? I bet. That's a chain devil. Yeah, no, not chain devil. It's chain. Here we. That's not helpful. Not finding much on chains. Hmm. Oh, it would help if I typed in chain and not chan. <laughs> I did get a. It has it has a chain has ten hit points if you were wondering does have that okay but it doesn't say <laughs> as far as like what kind of you think they meant chain mail but it says chain on the UA that's weird they didn't well they haven't added that yet because there's no stats for a chain yeah because I mean We'll take a look at it here. If I can get it pulled back up. There it is. Let's see. Um, yeah, let me let me scroll back up to that. That I it very clearly said chain. I thought it was I thought it meant chain mail at first, but then it said no, it just says chain. 
Maybe it's a typo. But tru druids would not willingly wear chainmail. I mean, that's kind of like their no. whole Are they? I don't even think they're proficient in it. No, I think. Well, I guess it would gain the proficiency from. Yeah, from the gladiator side. Yeah. Hmm. Oops, I think I went too far. Ah. Scrolling back, scrolling back. Character backgrounds. Here we go. Acolyte. Entertainer. Yeah, there we go. See, right there it says chain. Just as plain as day. It is. So it's either got to mean chain or chain mail. I just don't know which one it is. That is so weird. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it does mean chain, but it's kind of like. Yeah. I need to know how to hit with a chain. So, right. I mean, I'm sure they'll have that in the. I'm sure they'll have that. I hope they have that when one D&D, if it actually releases, because, yeah, that's kind of yeah. important. Kind of important. I'm trying to see if there's anything maybe left in the clue in the paragraph. Uh, sparring partners, each scar was a lesson taught. Great favor with crowds. Your time in the pits left you a strong hand and strong heart. Bond with the other pit fighters in your stable humans, dragonborn dwarves, and orcs, hardened warriors all. Nope, it does not really give us anything. Have one for a spiked chain, but that's a spiked chain. Hmm. That's weird. Which that's does really... piercing damage, so I don't think it's the same. Yeah. No, I would say that a regular chain is definitely a bludgeoning. I mean, that would be me. Yeah. Um, that would make a lot more sense. But, yeah, as to whether that means chain or chain mail that's that's a good question wouldn't you know wouldn't you know leave it to us to find <laughs> to find the typo <laughs> in the ua uh right well aside from that what are we thinking about this character so far are we are we feeling like this is a character that we would definitely take to the table or or are we thinking nah, something's broken here no I'm already working on my voice for it. Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like it. I like it so far. All right. Well, you know, and ultimately that's... But the chain that's thing is kind of going to bug me forever yeah. now, though, until I get that figured out. Because that's, yeah, that's got to mean something. That's got to mean something. Um, and, of course, once we find out what it is, I'm sure it'll, it'll make better sense. Um, I'm going to go ahead and come over here and see what our starting equipment is typically for our druid. Uh, come into our equipment. Uh, weapons. 
Nothing about chains. Armor, chain shirt, chain mail. Nope. Nothing there. Pre-selected leather as the pre-select for the on the online character builder. Um, so it, it automatically just assumes you're gonna go for leather. So it's definitely leaning you toward the lighter the light armor um and it's already selecting us an explorer pack uh what's our druidic focus going to be sprig of mistletoe totem wooden staff you won what about What do we like? Well, I'm from Southeast Alaska, so I'm all about totems. Totems. I always like to have, I like to have a living quarterstaff that has a sprig of mistletoe growing on the end of it. Ooh, that's neat. Yeah, that's kind of, it's my flavor. That way I have my sprig of mistletoe and I also have my quarterstaff. So, you know, that's just me. And we said we were getting the Explorer pack already. We don't need to have another one. I don't know why it's making us choose another one. Um, scimitar or simple weapon for our melee weapon? What do you think? I'm not one first. I'm trying to put the scimitar with our character and see how it fits. And I just don't feel like that's what our character would be carrying. No, he seems like he would do something different, doesn't he? Okay, yeah. so we're going to go simple weapon. And we have club, dagger, great club, hand axe, javelin, spear, sickle, quarterstaff, mace, or light hammer. I don't know. I'm, I'm leaning toward great club. That's me, but... Oh my gosh, yes. Yes, so much yes. Our gladiator druid with a great club. With I great love it. Club. Yeah, that's it. All right, and then we finally have a either a wooden shield or another simple weapon. I don't know, wooden shield? Is a chain our simple weapon? <laughs> it could be. I mean, maybe. <laughs> if we it's knew, if we knew it's it stats. So let's go. You want to go with the wooden shield? That's very yeah. gladiator. Yeah, it is. That's what I was thinking. Wooden shield. Okay. And that'll give us a plus two on his armor rating as well. Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Well, I think that that gets us pretty much close to done. Except for maybe filling out just a few minor details. Well, what's our alignment? Should we pick an alignment? Um, well, I, I typically like my my I like my druids to be neutral in the neutral category. But I tell my kids at the library when I'm working with them, I tell them that traditionally the nine alignments, the top tier, the good alignments, 
were supposed to be for the heroes. The middle alignments were supposed to be for like the NPCs, the townsfolk. And then the bottom alignments were supposed to be for the villains. Um, so if we're going to be a hero and we're going to be a neutral, I guess we'll have to be a neutral good. I kind of see him being in my head now with the male. I kind of see him being more neutral good. That would make sense for a burnt out gladiator who's communing with nature. Yeah. Just kind of that laid back kind of neutral, like, yeah, yeah I'll, do, I'll do the right thing, but I'm just, you know, kind of going for the Like, food. I have the abilities. I have the abilities to do the right thing when it comes up. But for the most part, I'm just going to enjoy my time. Yeah. yeah. That sounds good. That sounds exactly right. <laughs> it's just... Oh, wow. It sounds exactly what a gladiator druid would do. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, do we, we're going to have to come up with a name for this guy. and We may have to have you come back on uh, in the future so we can actually take a look at the whole character sheet and say, all right, this is exactly what we built. But in all honesty, you know, just taking that step back, we've created the character. We've taken a look at it. I don't see anything that just jumping out at me as far as this new UA that just screams this is a bad idea. Um of course, again, haven't really implemented or looked that closely at everything. But, you know, the proof is in the pudding. We, we've, we've built a character trying to use the new UA. And other than that confusion about what is it chain or chain mail, um, I think that this character went together fairly quickly, fairly easily. Uh, we're not even an hour into recording and uh, we're basically done. Um, mm -hmm. So that's that's a whole lot quicker than going through the PHB. So I can't say that I I can't say that I have a problem with it at this point. Um, I thought I might, but I, I really honestly don't know that I do. I, I think that it's it's some things may be a little stifling, like we talked about the language issue, like you know, just by choosing Yeah, that that's language, a little you get forced into that language. But, but other than that, I don't think that there's really much of an issue here. This is mostly a, a pretty pretty square deal. Um, and like I said, it is still in playtest, so there's still time to change it. It's not official. It's not like it's you know being put into a book tomorrow. Uh, they're still looking at at least 2024 before they release anything new uh, as far as the PHB is concerned. So uh, we have time to, to complain if there's any complaints that do arise. But yeah, I'd I'd love to see I'd love to see this character that we just made in action. I mean, I really would. I'd love to see what happens. I do too. And and just you know really get to know him. We're gonna have to come up with a great name for him. But uh, this this has been you know just again exactly what needed to be seen, so that everybody would know you know what we're trying to talk about as far as whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. I Like I said, I see so many people that, I mean, the day that it came out, I was seeing YouTube videos, people going on there, oh, this is what's wrong with the new one d and D. I thought, how, how did you have time to even play test it? Seriously, how did you have time to look at it? You're just automatically jumping on a bandwagon to say that it's bad. And, you know, I think, again, sitting down with it, taking a look at it, actually trying to figure it out, is really the best way to discover whether or not it's going to work. And when you see that it's that it's working or see that it's not working, of course, 
you know, we've always said it's your table. If you don't like it, you don't like how it's working, change it. Um, you know, you don't, if you don't like a certain rule, nobody says you have to follow that rule. It's your table. You can make it how you want to do it. That's what house rules are all about. That's, you know, you, you say, we don't, mm -hmm. we don't, we don't do that. We are, we, we do this instead. So, you know, never, never take the changes in the rules completely to heart. It's always an opportunity for you to either try something new or not, you know, it's, it's up to you. Exactly. As, you know, that's like, um, that's you know, I, the I best part of D&D is its versatility. Yeah. It's exactly. the best part. Exactly. And that's, that's another thing too, that I like about, you know, we try to on this, on this channel, we always try to make sure that there's some kind of spiritual application that we can take along with it. Um, and I was thinking about, you know, how that, because you know, we, we, we can't necessarily do that with like, you know, God's commandments are God's commandments. They're, they're his, his law, his rules. Mm -hmm. But there are some things that maybe are personal convictions that I have that aren't necessarily somebody else's. And, you know, it's not worth getting into a tizzy or getting into a fuss over uh, because I have certain things that I apply to my life that somebody else doesn't. Uh, the important thing is, is that we're all focusing on our relationship with Jesus Christ and we're all focusing on doing what he has called us to do and striving to, to, to live our best life for him to get into heaven. And, you know, I, I want people to be able to, no matter what their walks of life are, no matter what uh, particular flavor of Christianity denomination that they belong to, whether Baptist, Assembly of God, Church of God, you know, uh, Presbyterian, well, Lutheran. That they, yeah, Lutheran, that we can all come together. And we can all find common ground, not only in our common ground of D&D &D here on this channel, but also in our common ground of saying, look, we're all brothers and sisters in Christ and we're all trying to do the best that we can. Um, you know, we've accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior and we're moving forward. And, you know, all the other little things are just nuances. They're all just little uh, nitpicky things, maybe, or, or, or things that are just not issues of salvation that just, you know, they're not worth getting upset about. And so kind of like with this UA, it's not worth getting upset about. Um, try it. See if it works for you. If it doesn't, that's okay. As long as you know the, the solid foundation, as long as you have the basics down, you just keep running and you keep having a good time living for the Lord. And same thing with the game. Just try it. See if you like it. Otherwise, go with what you know and have a good time. That's my take on it. Amen. Well, guys, this has been The Game Pastor, and I hope you've enjoyed being with us today. Thank you, Shaitana, for coming on and, and uh, filling in for us and helping us build this wonderful character. Uh, again, we're going to try to have you back on maybe in a couple of weeks so we actually can see the full character sheet, have a name, and maybe even get a chance to see this character in action. Uh, this has been absolutely fun. And, of course, we always want to let everybody know, just like we always do here on The Game Pastor, that God loves you. We care about you. And we will talk to you again soon.